Hello there and welcome to Following the Truth. Today is August the 18th. It's Thursday. My name is Gary Zimak. I'm going to be here with you for five minutes. I hope you'll be able to stick around for the entire show. Hey, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about yesterday's program. God isn't fair. I hope you got the point of that. You know, sometimes it's hard in five minutes to really uh, to really drive home the point. God isn't fair. Because fairness in our minds means that if I do this, this, and this, and I spend X number of years working for God, doing all the right things, then this guy who lived a, a, a terrible life and at the very last minute repents, it's just not fair, according to human standards, that we can both be rewarded with heaven. And you know what? It's not about what we do. And that's the message. It's not fair. Our minds say, if I do this, then I will get this. And as Catholic Christians, we believe that we cannot buy our way into heaven with our good works. It's God's grace that gets us there. And no, it's not fair because none of us deserve it. But we are all invited. And it's easy to fall into that trap of pointing other people's deficiencies and faults out and say, yeah, but look at me. I'm better than this guy. He go, he doesn't even go to church. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. And it all comes down to God's mercy. And I thank him for not being fair. Because otherwise, I wouldn't make it to heaven. And I don't deserve to get there. But he is allowing me to get there. That was the point of yesterday's show. And today sort of piggybacks on that. Because we're going to hear about the invitation open to all of us. Jesus is calling all of us, inviting us all to surrender our lives to him and to follow him into our heavenly reward. Let's look at this gospel from today's daily mass. Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 through 14. Jesus again, in reply, spoke to the chief priests and the elders of the people in parables. So he's telling them a story to try to prove a message here. The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. He dispatched his servants to summon the invited guests to the feast, but they refused to come. A second time he sent other servants, saying, Tell those invited, Behold, I have prepared my banquet. My calves and fattened fattened cattle, cattle are killed, and everything is ready. Come to the feast. Some ignored the invitation and went away, one to his farm, another to his business. The rest laid hold of his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged and sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then the king said to his servants, The feast is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy to come. Go out, therefore, into the main roads, and invite to the feast whomever you find. The servants went out into the streets and gathered all they found, bad and good alike, and the hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to meet the guests, he saw a man there not dressed in a wedding garment. He said to him, My friend, how is it that you came in here without a wedding garment? But he was reduced to silence. Then the king said to his his attendants, Bind his hands and feet, and cast him into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Many are invited, but few are chosen. What's the moral of the story here? Remember, Jesus is directing this to the chief priests and the elders of the people. These are the religious folks who should know better, the Jews, the leaders of the Jews, who felt they were superior. 
to everyone else. And Jesus was reminding them that he was going to be rejected by his own people. Jesus came to the chosen people first to save them, to issue the invitation. Many of them rejected him. And then he opened the message up to the Gentiles. So here's the deal. You and I, we can never feel like we're better than anybody else. We are very blessed to be invited to follow Jesus and live with him forever in heaven. The people who don't go to church, the people who go to church and act, you know, lead a life that is non-Christian on the outside, that's not our problem. Our problem is to make sure that we follow Christ in our lives and are grateful for what he does for us and make sure that we don't take it for granted. We could lose our salvation. It is possible. Let's never take it for granted. Let's work to get to heaven and help others too. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow.